It's interesting times. <laughs> it is interesting times. Definitely. <laughs> it's Laura, but Lauren on the show. Don't get it wrong. Because imagine if people come up to me, hey Lauren, <laughs> you fool. Who's Lauren? And Eskeri Eski. Yeah, that's me. And Mezimen. What is it? Um, Mezi Mes Meme. Mizzle. Mez Mizzle. 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 Definitely the weakest nickname of the Mighty day. Meme. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Mighty Meme. Okay. Mighty <laughs> it's still, my nickname is still being worked. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's me. We'll get there. <laughs> it's it's actually pronounced Mehmet. Oh yes. Um, oh no. So we're gonna mention this in. In this podcast. first our intro when we we're talking about accents and stuff right right right, right. Oh, throwback um, to first episode yeah, right like so long ago um <laughs> but um yeah my so my name in turkish is actually pronounced mehmet mehmet yes mehmet met, met. <laughs> yes mehmet we we have this conversation met, met. all the time at home um so do you prefer to yeah yeah mehmet what? <laughs> 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 saying your name, Mehmet. Yeah, that's 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 nice. Thank you, Mehmet. And my name is pronounced Ian at home. And my mm. name is pronounced Laura, mm. but we won't get into that. Okay. <laughs> See Laura <laughs> May. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's me. Cool. <laughs> that, that's me, Ian. So what happened today that was? interesting or anything interesting yeah. happen yeah um, yeah me that caused uh, a train of thought <laughs> well before the recording of the podcast um i shared a little story and i'll share it again um without saying any names but i, I was in a business meeting and i am one of the fortunate people that has business meetings with one of my good friends and I was in this. I can just give Shay's name. Shay, Shay, Shay. I can Shay's name. His name is Ricky. Um, and we were in a meeting, and we were doing this project with an institution. I'll yes. just call them the an council. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really gave it away. <laughs> but which council? Anyways, we um we did a project. Uh, we were doing a project with them, and the. The meeting started very shaky. It started very awkward, and we weren't sure what we were doing. We weren't there. sure. <laughs> Sorry, am I not talking, bro? <laughs> I feel like Is I feel like you're getting a lisp. And too late. In I the feel night. like you're getting a lisp. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I'm just slightly offended. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just um. Uh, there, there was a bit of tension before the meeting. And it wasn't really addressed um, until about halfway in the meeting when Ricky, my friend, he just said, hey, look, there, I know that there's a bit of tension in this room and I sense that there is because we're going back and forth. I just want to acknowledge that maybe a lot of the tension comes from um, a lack of experience on our end on doing this particular type of project. And when Ricky lay that out on the table, um, then they started saying, oh, you know, actually we feel bad because we've let you down because of this. You know what I mean? And when Ricky admitted this, I don't want to call it a flaw, but this 
weakness, weakness area of weakness or, or it is what it is he just laid it out on the table it just broke down so many walls it yeah it's such a um broke down so many barriers of communication and and then from there the meeting just became so much better we were going back and forth brainstorming ideas and then after the meeting i was just saying to ricky look there, i'm so glad you said that because it it takes a certain type of character to admit that in front of people that you're trying to do business with yeah and that was my train of thought perfect time being yeah. for the train and i thought that was great it was, a, it was a good learning experience for me it's just that when you feel comfortable with the people that you work with um definitely i think it's an opportunity to admit any type of flaws you, you should and then it's it just makes working so much better and easier so it kind of goes down the track of vulnerability you know when yeah. you're more open when you're more honest people draw closer to that so it's kind of like a trust thing when it's like yes. oh they're human yes. like you've humanized that moment yeah you know because i perhaps it was tense because it's like you should know this you should know yeah, this yeah. but at the end of the day it's like you know what if we didn't know this yeah. and, and and the people at the council were just great they they understood that um, yeah they received it well they received mm. it really well and i think it it paved way for them to admit that they're human and that mm. they may have exactly not been up to par up to scratch in some elements yeah. of the project so it was great so honesty is the best policy 100 percent. that it is Thank you for, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. No, that, that was that was a, that was something that I went through today, and I thought to share it. Yeah. I, it was a very profound moment for me um, because it is tough. Um, I can imagine in some particular fields, in some industries, that it is tough to admit your faults and flaws. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine what they go through in hospitality, because from what I hear from my friends, is that they're just yelling at each other and. And they're always quick to point out your flaw. Mm. But in the field that I work in, which is social work and community it's work, like, it's more accepted. Yeah, and yeah, understanding. And understanding. So I feel for those in tough industries. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm lucky to be in a workplace where I'm able to admit it or work with them mm. in that sense. I feel like, yeah, hospitality is one. Um, but creative, in the creative field, I feel like... Mm. Because you're supposed to be, like, the one who can get the job done. Yeah. Right? I don't you're, know. You're the professional that's <laughs> supposed to know, and that's why we're paying you. Yeah. Is that sort of expectation that yeah. you have? Yeah. It, like... And also because creativity is such, like, a... I mean, so is anything that you put your time into. It's, like, I don't know. It's, like... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying I to say. I feel but. like no, you're no, trying I, I to it. say that as a creative, you should be able to be free to create. And then when people give you critique about what you had created, it was like, but you're paying me for my creativity. Eh? Uh, ish. Or no, when I, people give feedback. I welcome feedback. I just feel like some people don't give feedback Great enough. feedback. Oh, People don't give this feedback is great. Enough. Oh, which takes me to this other place of feedback, thinking feedback as a gift. Mm. You know, there's a difference between giving good feedback 
and bad feedback yeah. because at the end of the day you give feedback so that people can become better mm. so if you're giving them feedback where it's coming from a place of like you're wrong mm. you didn't do this well and they're not receiving anything positive from that feedback mm. then that's terrible feedback mm. you know like good feedback is when it's kind of like okay so this is where your area of weakness is I like you could do this, 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 and then they can walk away feeling like, oh, okay, I'm not a terrible person. It's just an area I need to work yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, and it's not so much as like telling do this. It's like, hey, like try this out. Yeah, like giving them options. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and I feel like we take from feedback what we feel is most valuable. Yes, correct. And that's the thing. Like you take what you know, you feel like will add value to you because mm. at the end of the day, not everything someone says to you is going to be correct. Mm. Yeah. So it's like just pick and choose what you feel is right. But there are times where you take feedback personally. Mm. So back to those irrational thoughts mm. of like, oh, th this person hates me. You know, they're saying this because of that. Or, you know, like you just feel very attacked. Mm. But sometimes that's not the case. You know, like really they're just giving you feedback, feedback. to get you to be at a better place. Yeah. So I think most times things are not personal. Yeah, exactly. I always find when someone's telling you something, especially something like an advice or usually advice is often them projecting. That's what I find. Everything that someone says to me, I always just interpret it as projecting. Interesting. Is that, is that, uh, yeah. It, uh, Everything. Uh, is that a negative? I don't know if that's a bad thought to have, but whenever someone tells me something. Give us an, an example. Okay. So, for example, um, I'll use my two friends, for example. Um, they, they wanted to organize a beach house. And one of my friends who's, you know, he's not rich, but he works full time. He has quite a good job that he earned from it passing a uni degree so you would assume that he has you know quite a bit of money and then i have another friend that doesn't have that much money um and blah 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 anyway so they're trying to organize a beach house and and then my friend with money says friend with money he says oh no um i'm not feeling it you know i'm gonna postpone it for another month or something like that and then the other guy with no money says oh why should that even be a worry to you you've got all the money you need Blah, 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 blah. And I felt like that was a weird comment because it's like, why would you even bring that into the conversation? And then I thought, he's projecting because he's struggling financially. Interesting. That makes sense to me in that yeah. situation. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I really need to stop and think like these are things that I... Take a few minutes to think about. That every, like, okay, this is such a wide claim to say that everything mm. that everyone's been saying is a projection. But everything that everyone does say does come from their Within. own thoughts <laughs> and does come from their own minds. And I'm not saying that just because it's a projection that we should dismiss it. Mm. I'm just saying it is, it a, is projection. a projection. <laughs> just, just a thought. That I had at that spur of the moment there. <laughs> you can't, because you can't think objectively, right? 
I feel uh, like I'm pretty good at thinking uh, okay, objectively. Okay, well, well, give me an example. <laughs> and then I will try and flip it and say, that's actually your projection. But I not. Know. I just feel like I'm a very, I'm, I'm not a very, I feel like I'm quite an empathetic person. And I can put myself into the shoes of others and see where they're coming from. Yeah. As well. I don't know specific examples because so many things happen in my life. But um, <laughs> I'm such a busy man. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Objectivity. Objectivity. It's almost virtually impossible yeah. to claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura's giving me faces like she doesn't I'm agree. I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking. That's my thinking yeah. face. <laughs> well, well, okay, so initially, Laura, oh, my headphones her headphones came fell off. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, well, while Laura's thinking. <laughs> and thinking how to put these back on. Uh, these are very complicated headphones. Just, or I'm just, just complicating You're them. just projecting. <laughs> That this is complicated. These headphones. No. Sorry. Um, my cord. <laughs> yeah, cord's on the thing. Sorry, that's just our production manager. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I highly agree with you that sometimes when people say things, it is a projection. Mm. And objective, I don't know, it just reminds me of art. I hate it. <laughs> like, well, like you like, have to think. Of yeah, that, objectively, yeah. subject. Oh, right. And what was the other one? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. My art teacher was shit. Shout outs. <laughs> but like, it just from like when, <laughs> as a counselor, you have to be objective. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. As well. Yeah. Do you get me? But, like, but you have to admit sometimes it seeps in where your own personal things may slip out. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Which okay. which is not something. So that your argument is, is that you just can't be objective. Well, you can to an extent. Okay, yeah, you can. But I feel like if we were to be so objective, we would be robots. Right. Logically, yeah. Like we wouldn't have individuality or. Yeah. Here, here's a thought that I tend to struggle with. We always say that if you want to make a decision, take your emotions out of it and think about it logically, right? I sort of thought does it that almost removes us from being human and making human choices because our emotions are being stripped away before we make a decision. Okay. This is hilarious because I wanted to be a more logical person because okay. I'm quite emotionally reactive, right? right? So I guess it makes sense when you're logical because sometimes on when you act on emotion, you're just quick to react without thinking about consequences, the factors, mm. like, you know, taking your time to make a decision. Mm. So I think to think logically isn't completely stripping away you. It's just more so you're considering mm. other factors into it before you make a decision. Whereas emotional can sometimes be irrational or very like, on the spot and you know you haven't had time to think about it and the funny thing about that is logical decisions are made through the frontal mm -hmm. lobe cortex whatever you call it mm -hmm. <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong and emotional um is the smaller part and it's the funniest thing when the smallest part of our brain 
has a bigger like say yeah. than the biggest part of our brain. Yeah. You know, so it's just it it's something like you have to train yourself to do because mm. if you think about it or depending if your parents are logical or emotional whereas my parents were quite emotional people mm. so i learned how to think emotionally mm. i i don't know if it's a far out theory but i think sometimes in the future right when everyone becomes great at thinking logically they won't but 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 there there might be a time right mm. where everyone's frontal lobe will develop really quick as kids because evolution encourages us to think logically wow. okay so this just 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 bear with me yeah i'm listening okay. i'm listening so as as the years decades go by people start becoming more logically logical thinkers i think there will be a backlash i feel like there'll be a school of thought that say i think the world has gone too logical and we need to go back to our primal instincts I think we're already at that stage. There is a book written by Yuval, whatever. I'm terrible at names, but he wrote uh, a brief history of sapiens, mm. humanity. And it was just talking about how we became so far advanced that technically we took steps back. Like we're just going around in circles, thinking we know what we're doing, but in reality, we don't. Wow. Does that make sense? Wow. It's such a great book. Highly recommend it. But it's so true. What's like, the book called? Uh, a Brief History of Sapiens. Okay, yeah, yeah. Human, humankind or something. Something like that. It's really good. Um, but it just makes you think, okay, we've made all these advances, but us as humans, we're like deteriorating, if that makes sense. Like because... we're not really advancing because we're destroying the planet. Uh... We're mistreating each other 10 times worse. Like it's just, I feel like we've become so logical to the point where we've become so inhumane. Interesting. Right? It is. It is. Like we could be so smart, but we then we don't think about what we emotionally need. Mm. So our goal is to just find the balance. Find the balance. Of being logical and, and emotional. emotional. Yes. Yeah. Emojical. <laughs> if Did you, you just discover a new word, <laughs> Dr. Mehmet? <laughs> What's it called? Emojical. emojical. <laughs> In my counseling session, emojical, emojical. <laughs> session, I'd be like, think emojically. <laughs> you have to make an emojical decision, but it's true, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I think to make better decisions, you just have to have a good balance mm -hmm. of both. See, I that makes complete sense because it logically, right? You'd want to, you know, build more capital and blah. You want to make more materials. Yeah. And, and then emotionally, you're not regarding the other human being. You're not because you're so thinking of self. You're thinking of self. And that's the thing. I have a very, a friend that was so logical. Oh, so, okay. I have a story. So I met up with a friend, caught up with them. And I walked away from that meeting thinking, I'm so not a logical person. Mm. And then I started thinking crap about myself. But then that person was sharing to me saying that they struggled to connect emotionally with people, mm. like be empathetic with people, connect with people. And then I came up with this concept of a puzzle piece 
that each individual human is a different puzzle piece. And yeah, one part of you can be more logical, but they can help the emotional person be logical mm. and the logical per the emotional person can help the logical person be more emotional. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it's like one person can swing one wave, you know, and then it's just, we can, we're all so uniquely different mm. that we just balance each other out. Yeah. I like that metaphor because it places an importance of human connection. Yeah that we actually need each other yeah and you can't it's so it's so evident in everything like it's such a reoccurring theme like you honestly cannot do life without other people yeah 100%. like we have to live within community yeah interesting <laughs> And what a community we've created here at Shack West for only $20 an hour. <laughs> oh my God, here's an ad. But in all honesty, if, if we think back, like how the Western started. So Clarissa and I became friends over New Year's. And then through that friendship, we created this. And then we started interviewing people. And then through that, we met Dennis. Through that, we met Shaz. Yeah. Through that, we started connecting yeah and then this all family mm. it's See, the same it's the same thing with open source yeah it's the same thing even with my own music where i was doing it by myself and i've never felt enriched until i collaborated with people. exactly mm. and it's there's much a much bigger impact mm. that's the train by the way that's the train of thought it's a very loud train this time <laughs> <laughs> a lot of thoughts happening <laughs> train of thought but yeah it's quite interesting it is interesting <laughs> like I, I only met you Mehmet a year ago it was at just the western uh music video release that i, was, I met you yes that that's, i met you that event like yeah kicked a lot of things off that was september that was two years 20... ago what two years 2018 mm. oh, man. i first met you at the stonecutters when open source did the um, portraits of yes, paintings. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And I feel like we've connected quite well. My first impression of Mehmet was um, this guy's too cool for school. Uh. What a hipster. <laughs> oh, I thought your first impression of me was I'm a bitch. Yeah, no, that's, that, what... that's well, I was trying to turn it down for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if nah, you want to go. Meanwhile, when I met Mehmet, I'm like, you're the sweetest person really? ever. Wow. Well, I just think everyone's sweet, but. And how, and how crazy is that right. that we have thoughts of different people and. Yeah. Before you even meet them. Before, and we've li essentially literally created two versions of Mehmet. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Because. Oh, like you. Both had different perceptions of me when you first met me. Oh. But, so I found it quite interesting. Cause so that, is that, wait, hold that thought. Yep. Isn't that a projection of you? Oh, 100%. 100%. I don't know how, but it is. But like in terms of like, you thought he was this douchey person. So what are you trying he, to say about Mehmet you? Mehmet made me feel insecure that I wasn't that cool. There you wow, go. And we... there we go to admitting your weaknesses. That's right. How intertwined is this? Wow. Yeah. Deep things. Yeah, that was actually very interesting because <laughs> we, I went with my friend Ivana. Yes. We were the only two there who kind of like weren't 
in that circle yeah Yeah. and then like we were going in insecure and also we're both scorpio rising (laughs) and what does that mean (laughs) you know how i feel about horoscope let him finish his train of thought um so i feel like Actually, I don't know if Ivana Scorpio rising. She's either Scorpio moon or Scorpio rising. I'm pretty sure she's Scorpio rising. Uh-huh. Um, so we just present very like... Right. Like, Different. Like... Like very... Stingy. So... Wait, what is Different it? personas? No, Different. like... I think we present like too cool... For school... Because of like the insecurity, so that's your wall. Yes, yeah. Scorpio that you is are their cool. Wall. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, what was your we- first perceptions of Eski and I? Oh wait, wait, sorry. So before we go into that, um, I just want to say I thought it was quite interesting that you thought that, but you put us on your story <laughs> within like five minutes of knowing us. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? Because, Meme, I'm, cool. cool. I'm what you call. I'm what you call a clout chaser. <laughs> I don't have clout. I have only had like 200 followers. Like, but yeah. What like, do you mean? No, you because, put no, because, them on your story. Because, because, because Ricky hyped you guys up so much. Wow. And it's like, okay, these guys are cool. That's, that's what it was. So you have to be cool to get on your story? Is that why we never <laughs> Look, feature Laura, on your the story? More you, the more you dig deep into my insecurities, the more I'm going to be free <laughs> and not talk. The more the walls go up. Sorry. Okay. okay I'm just that. going off your point of projection. Yeah, Sorry no, it, I brought it, it, that I'm, I'm up. I'm proving my point, really. Okay. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah, you're going to say something so, else. Yeah. So my first impressions. Yes. Um, so yeah, my first impression of you was like, I listened to your music before I saw you. That's very nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, this guy is so cool. <laughs> That's very nice too. Yeah. And Meanwhile. Like, <laughs> I, I, I thought Mehmet was cool, but in a like a... Douchey way. Not in a douchey way, but like a More negatively cool. turned. Uh, I hope that doesn't offend you, Mehmet. No, it doesn't. He's I like, don't. yeah, I am cool. <laughs> and I'm glad you thought that. <laughs> um, what was no, your... But, yeah, and then I met you, and I'm, and I'm like, oh, wow, like, this guy's, like, really nice. <laughs> this guy's really um, normal. Yeah. <laughs> Too normal. Nah. Um, nah, just, like, yeah. Nice. Isn't vibes. that nice to hear? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I love when people tell me what they think about me, especially if it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> and that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love when people tell me what they think about me. And they say, oh, <laughs> 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 I'm glad we're, like, making each other happy in this conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but with Laura, I think the first time I met you, your nipple crippled me. So <laughs> Did I really? I think so. Actually, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. That's a very yeah. Laura move. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? But um, yeah, also a character. Um, I, like, I like this toned down version. I know. I feel like it's not genuine. Why? <laughs> no, like, I, I don't remember our actual meeting at thing. I think it was brief at... Um, I remember. At Clarissa's. Yeah. yeah. Was it brief? I, don't I think remember. I don't for long. I remember Clarissa saying, this is Mehmet. And, oh. and something along the lines of, he really likes the Western. Oh, yes. Cause yeah. I, and then. Because yeah, the Western had like a. But like, you were super excited. Really? <laughs> yeah. For the Western? I recall you being just very excited. Well, that was her impression of you. Well, it was a new scene. And yeah. I felt like. I'd been wanting 
to be a part of it. Yeah, this scene for, like, yeah, it didn't exist. And this is something that I had, like. Mm. Was excited for. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah. Yeah, so mm. those are my first impressions of you guys. <laughs> first impressions of us, Laura. My first impression of you. Yes. I don't even remember meeting you. We sort of just knew each other. <laughs> yeah, from school. I know. I knew you were a year below. I was with your brother more, Russell. What? Uh, because yeah, I yeah. used to go to Mount Druitt or something, and I had to wait for somebody. Like I don't know. And then we would hang out at Mount Druitt, mm. and I would be with Russell, Martin, and Troy. And I don't know. I just never really hung out with you. It mm. was, yeah. So I don't really have any impressions, impressions of you. I don't remember. I really don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And I don't think they were ever negative. I don't think. I was just there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Or do you want me to tell you my impressions of you when I started talking to you? But then is that really first impressions? Mm, it could be second impressions. <laughs> okay, what were your second impressions? Okay, I don't, I'm trying to think when did I start even talking to you? It would have been uh, Western meetings, I think. But how did you even start coming? Dennis, he was like, you should interview. Cause it was during the time you and Astro were doing, doing the music. The music. And I think I approached you to interview you. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't have an impression. Yeah. Well, me too. I I, just like a Laura's Laura. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very um, boring, but I just don't have an okay, impression. Okay, what was your impression of moment? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I obscure. already told you. I said that you were sweet. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, yes. Yeah, we already discussed this. <laughs> I was like, do you want to hear it again? You're sweet. Say it one more time. <laughs> You're sweet. Thank you. That's so and, funny. And record it. Oh, no. Well, we're recording it for the podcast. But Not isn't yet. that funny that we don't have impressions? I, I think yeah. it's interesting that we don't have impressions. Why? I mean, you would have impressions, but it was probably just so long ago that. I just don't remember. It, well, because I think My the interesting topic about first impressions is that they change. Or first impressions. Mm. First, first impressions are judgments. Yes, that's what's interesting. So maybe about we're the just topic. not judgmental people towards each other. Towards each other. <laughs> but I definitely judged Mehmet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Uh, that that is interesting. I'm trying to. Okay, no. Nah. Nothing's going to come up, I don't think. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay. No, I don't have any impressions. Mm. Origin stories. Mm. Oh. Oh, just, just in general, <laughs> oh. origin stories. Well, actually, our origin story doesn't really date back much, Mehmet, because it was only about a year, yeah. a year ago. Yeah. And then now we're, we're doing this community, building mm. this community, building this family. Life becomes more interesting. Yeah, and now we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Who would have thought yeah. that we would be here when we first met? No, mm. I would have never have <laughs> I, thought. That's what I mean. Like, you mm. would have never nah. thought this would wow. happen. Yeah. Wow. It's weird. 
So we went from <laughs> what was the first? being humble or like talking about flaws, feedback, and then we spoke about projection of yourself, mm. and then we spoke about impressions. Mm-hmm. We spoke about objective, objective, and subjective. And subjective. Wow, we talked about a lot yeah. to the point where I don't remember. <laughs> we just talk a lot. <laughs> well, I hope that it's um. The audience is picking out some stuff. Yeah, and it's there. allowing them to think. Think. Then they're probably, you know what? They're probably thinking of their impressions of us. Yeah, from the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These people are shit, man. <laughs> well, look, my, my message to the listeners is if this sparks thoughts amongst your friends, maybe a fun activity would be with your friends, explore what your first impressions was with them. Oh, that is a fun game. Yeah. And if you don't have any impressions like us, <laughs> Or then... maybe if you don't have any friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you don't have any friends, leave your impressions of us. <laughs> um, please let us know right in. <laughs> oh my God, I don't want to know. Phone in. Oh, that's hilarious. There was, um, I was at the gym. I think I was at St. Mary's Anytime Fitness. And there was a... You know those papers that people cut up and you can take the numbers from? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like... Tear sheet tear kind sheet. of thing. Yeah, tear yeah. sheets. Anyways, this paper literally read, if you're looking for a friend, take this paper. Aww. And take, take my number and you can call this person. I don't trust that. Yeah, I don't. Oh, trust. I thought I you were going to say <laughs> I did it. No I, I, no, I didn't do was it. it. I felt it was weird. But mm. was the poster like dodgy looking? Like... It was... Did it have blood stains as much as I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird that they even hung it up there at the gym. On the community wall or okay. My 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 suspicions are that it's one of the owners of the gym. Because he wouldn't let I would not let anyone. Maybe you should have asked. Mm. Like But whatever that person was, I think he acknowledged that people without friends is or tough time. his intentions oh, might well, be quite different to what we think. Yes, intention. Yeah. Ah, intention. Intention is a great, it's a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk that, talk about that in the next episode. Of course, intentions. Yeah, that's, that's like a three-parter. <laughs> <laughs> what is intention? Yeah. And people's intentions. Mm. Yeah. I mean, intention also ties back to our first topic of which, this episode. Which was? Which was, um, wait, is it the first one? No, no, sorry, it's not the first one. It's like one of the third or fourth ones. It the was, second um, about, episode. Like, feedback. Feedback. Oh, that was this episode. Yeah, that was this, but the topics. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. How so? Yeah, intention. I'm pretty sure we spoke about like it. Like the intention like, of feedback. Like, is it oh, to bring some. Like so, actually, sorry, that just brings up another thought about guilt. Because mm. I think you mentioned you feel guilty a lot in an episode. Or was oh, it? Oh, I think that episode? was in our conversation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, um, uh, Laura, but... I think you brought a private conversation <laughs> into the public. But, um, <laughs> I. <laughs> Not a lot. Okay, not just you, but we generally feel a sense of guilt. And I was very, uh, I really thought about that. And I like, so I asked like my counseling supervisor, I was like, I don't understand guilt. Like, why do we feel it? Why do we hold on to it for such a long time? Why do we always feel like we're non-deserving? Anyway, so she Mm. said there's two different types of guilt. 
the first guilt is good guilt where it's convicting, like feedback, right? If it's good, it'll make you want to change it for the better. The second type of guilt is condemning. So when you feel guilty, like you feel belittled when you, you know, you just feel like bad about yourself. That's the bad type of guilt that you shouldn't waste your time on. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, you, it kind I'm, of I'm, does. Oh, like, no, it makes sense to me, but. It does, but wait, can you just repeat that once more? So there's <laughs> two types of guilt. Yes. One, good guilt is where it's like convicting you to be better. Like, you know, oh, I did example. something bad. Oh, but, right, right. Okay. Yep, but, yep, yep, you yep, know, yep. like, because yep. you know how sometimes people make you feel guilty, yep. but it, you know, and that's the second type is more of like a judgmental kind of guilt where they belittle you, they make you feel small, mm. you know, mm. like, and then you, you yeah. literally feel so anxious mm -hmm. that you're guilty all the time yeah. that you're spending so much time on that thought. Yeah. That's the bad so, kind of guilt. So I have an example of a good guilt of a convicting guilt mm -hmm. would be, I'm always late. And my friend said to me, you're not the most punctual guy. And that makes me lose trust in you. And I went, yeah. And I, it was the first time anyone's ever said anything like that to me. Mm. And I felt guilty, but it was um, a good kind of guilt. It was a good kind of guilt because you. I worked on it and, yeah. you know, and hopefully he can see that I was changing. Mm -hmm. And then I guess a bad sort of guilt or a condemning guilt is like, um, I don't know, like I oh I have a million examples okay, of this. Okay, list one. So I used to date this person that would always make me feel guilty, like over the dumbest things. Like I scratch my eyes like this. Right. And he's like, Why are you scratching your eyes like a child? And that made me feel guilty mm. about something that I shouldn't feel guilty what about. Kind like of <laughs> that's just an example, yeah, you know, crazy. or train of thought. Yeah, like things like that make you feel like what the heck? Mm. like you know like they, they make you feel insecure. It's like yep. exactly what, what do you want me to do change it's the like, way I scratch my it, eyes. It's like disengage, like dis. How do you say it when someone disarms you? Like yeah. it's just very like because his intention was not for you to change the way you scratch your eyes. It was eyes more like to hurt you. Yes, it was to put you down. So that's mm -hmm. that. Does that, that make sense, man? I got it after, like, I got it like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still giving you examples. We're like, I'm sure you understood, but I just think it's worth no, 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 doing the examples. Yeah, yeah and more discussion. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. There were more. Because you know how sometimes we say sorry a lot. Mm. It's like, why are we saying sorry over things we shouldn't say sorry about? Yeah. You know, why are we feeling guilty? And I think it's because from past experiences where people have made us feel guilty, we've carried that on mm. and apply it to mm. things that, you know, like, so why are we still thinking that we're guilty when we shouldn't? Yeah. Which yeah. takes us to make us think, okay, when were the moments I felt guilty and how am I bringing that to this situation? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it does. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes does it I make can sense to you, remember? What situation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. See? That's why I said, does that make sense? Cuz I'm I well, I'm cuz you know why it makes sense to me, Laura, because I'm actually listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
talking about these noise cancelling things <laughs> on. Like, um, no, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm present and attending. Um, but yeah. you're just, what is it that you don't? Which situation? <laughs> yeah, you know what? To, to be honest, though, it was it was like a bit of a hard one for I, me to catch on. Oh my god! Okay, so okay, let so me yeah. simplify this. Okay. For example, something happened to you, whatever, right? And you got hurt. You got upset about it. Mm-hmm. So then it's like every time someone hurts you, say you wear a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. And so whenever you receive information, you filter it through, you see it through those yeah, sunglasses yeah, that, that yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. so say those sunglasses were your guilty sunglasses. Yeah, right. So everything you did bad, you would receive it as, oh, I'm guilty. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I do say sorry. I, 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 I do say sorry a lot too. Yeah. 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 But, um, so yeah, this year I have tried to work on not feeling as guilty mm. for things mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. um so far i mean it's like 20 days <laughs> 22 23 um, now 23 and um also i've been catching myself saying sorry but then <laughs> when i say sorry and i don't mean it, i'm like oh i mean not sorry <laughs> <laughs> Like, but like sauce, but not sauce. That, that just like comes off like weird yeah <laughs> like I, i'm like no actually i'm not sorry <laughs> and i say it like that and um yeah but i just need to find a substitute for sorry like someone i'll give you an example yes um when i'm arriving late mm-hmm. sometimes when i when i know i'm not that late you know or i don't feel bad for being late because i've told them why i'm running late i'll say thank you for waiting Mm. Instead of saying sorry, uh, I don't feel I need to grovel all the yeah, time. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, there are times where if you're like really extremely late and they were waiting, so it's I'll not apologize. that makes sense. So it's more so you're acknowledging the other person mm. instead of that self thought, yeah. self pity, I'm guilty vibe. That's yeah. actually really good. I was gonna say someone. So this train of thoughts going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, someone suggested to say like my bad, but still that's on you. That's like, yeah. 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 But that I actually really like that. Thank you. Cause that, waiting. cause yeah. I feel like when you say sorry, it's about me again, yeah. like that self pity yeah. thing. So when you acknowledge somebody else, yeah. it's not very mm. selfish. Yeah. Yeah. You can take that listeners interesting and i guess that's a wrap for this episode because we reached the maximum oh what how much that was 40 that was 40 minutes yeah that felt like 20 minutes well it's 40 (laughs) (laughs) well it's 40 that felt felt quicker than the other last episodes i reckon yeah interesting (laughs) Are are you closing it off no you can okay Thank you for listening to the interesting podcast. We're filming live at the Shack Shack West. West. I think you've really like, it's gotten so confusing. Yeah. The Shack West, the West Shack, the Shack. Shack. Oh my gosh. We're at Shack West. Yeah. That is (laughs) S-H-A-C-K-W-E-S-T. Follow us on Instagram. Live Shack West. I see a lot of you guys watching our stories, but not following, following. the page. Mm. We want to see more engagement, guys. Yes, they don't so. want to commit. That's another topic for another. <laughs> a commitment. Mm-hmm.
Spacebar. <laughs> <laughs>